What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 408 of the Smart Out Moments Smack Talk podcast, Hot Tags of the Week, where we will be breaking down some of the current events, the rumors, the news, the gossip, and everything else that we feel like talking about that happened in the past few days in the world of the sports entertainment bubble and the pro wrestling side of things that we just cannot escape. I am your host, as always, Tony Mango, and joining me, as always, is Robert E. Police. Fuck, I'm completely stuck in this bubble you gotta get me out <laughs> maybe richard uh can come in instead and replace you for a little bit all right yeah richard where's richard <laughs> uh inside jokes so i am just gonna remind everybody if you are not familiar with the way the things work here we're just gonna talk about some different things and i invite you to drop your comments below in the youtube section that is obviously allocated for the comments instead of just spitting them out into the wind and nobody being able to hear it. And <laughs> if you're on the audio only side of things like iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify and Google play and all that, there is no comment section. So you got to head on over to YouTube. And while you're doing that, hit that subscribe button. If you haven't done that already, ring that bell for notifications, hit that like button on the video and chime in and tell us what you think. So we got quite a bit of things to talk about yet. I kind of feel like this is a no news kind of week you kind of in the same regard that i'm in yeah i mean there's there's little things that we didn't even talk about before the show like AEW can confirm that their show is called dynamite congratulations we knew that the logo is terrible the logo is awful is it officially not wednesday night dynamite just it it is officially aew dynamite wednesday night dynamite would be so much better just because that rhyming thing would really hammer it home. Yeah, without that, it's just, I don't know, it might as well be... It's Nitro 2.0. Well, that that at least had, like... Monday Nitro? Monday Nitro, yeah. And, I don't know, this kind of feels like GFW amped. Where it's, it's just a thing. I no, I, I mean, what do you think of the color burst aesthetic of, like... Ah, it looks like... They were at a weird rave, and all these colors are coming out. Kind of making me think that Rob Van Dam's going to pop up. (laughs) Oh my god. You don't watch anything Impact-related, but the North, which is their tag team champions, got rid of LAX, and they're running around backstage with a pinata, and they bump into RVD and Rhino, and they're like, hey, you want to party? And he shake one of the guys is shaking the pinata on Rhino's face, and Rhino breaks the pinata in half, and they leave. And RVD goes, "Dude, I wanted to party. Why'd you do that?" And Rhino legit goes, "I just wanted the fucking candy." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the best thing that's come out of Impact in a while. If that's the case, he actually said uh, "fucking." Yeah, that's great. That's a real thing. <laughs> so some things are happening out there that we're not even familiar with one way or another. Um, so I'm sure we're missing some stuff. Again, if that's the case, drop a comment and we'll try to look into it. And then we'll respond and we'll you know kind of keep the discussion going and everything. Let's talk about some non-real wrestling kind of sides of things. Not really the stuff we sort of talk about all that much. But we do talk about this when it pops up, which is Glow the TV show on Netflix, which if you are interested in the review side of things, head on over to Fanboys Anonymous. I'll explain that a little bit. Glow has been renewed for its fourth and final season. 
which is both a yay and a hmm, because that's great. Glow's coming back. I'm a big fan of the show. Final season, though, anytime I always uh, hear that, I'm just always like, ah, damn. Sometimes it's better to go out strong, and something like Lucifer, for instance, it's coming back for its final season the next time around. Netflix tends not to want to keep things all that much. I think Stranger Things is actually, like, it's going to be one final season now. It's almost like they don't want to reach five seasons for these Wait, shows. I thought Stranger Things confirmed five seasons. I think that they might have said that this next one might be the last. I'm not 100% yeah. positive about that, but... I hope not. It sort of seems like they like doing that, where it's like, let's do four, and then we're out. Or let's do three, and then we're out. And Glow's going to be leaving on the fourth one. Which, I don't know, I mean, I kind of think that maybe they have the ability to do more than one. It sort of depends on where they're going next, and... I don't know. Either way, I'm excited for a fourth season. I'm a big fan of the show. You too? I, I loved season three. I think they have so much that they could have done with more seasons. But you know what? It'll be good. It'll be hopefully a happy ending for all parties involved. I'm really excited to see what they do with Sheila. You know? I'm assuming, that wolf gear. I think we actually talked about it, but I'm, I'm assuming that Sheila takes on Ruth's side of things a little bit when she's out of there. Uh, we'll see. Uh, if you want us to do something based off of that next time around, when we do have that next season, and you're interested in, I don't know, a viewpoint or something like that, then you should check out fanboysanonymous.com, because that's probably where we're going to be doing that. And that's the site that has all the non-wrestling sides of things. Obviously, that's wrestling, but it's sort of the crossover difference between the two. But that's for the geek culture topics like film and movie, film and movies, film and TV and comic books and video games and whatnot. So... Maybe we'll do something based off of Glow. And if we haven't yet, and you really want to make sure, you can head up to Patreon. I'll explain that in a little bit as well. Uh, but let's talk about other different types of shows here. Let's talk about trademarks from WWE. They have recently trademarked The Bump and mm -hmm. WWE Backstage. And these are supposed to be for shows. We don't know 100% for sure which types of shows these could be. But it does seem to point in the direction of the FS1 show. And I would assume between the two, more than likely, WWE Backstage is going to be the FS1 show. And the bump, I don't really know. It might just be alternative ideas, and they're kind of workshopping which one they would rather have. How are you feeling about them? I'm not a big fan of either of them. I'm utterly confused. You have the fucking catch. You have the trademark talking smack. Why are you not just using Talking Smack? Yeah, are you have Talking Smack and you have Raw Talk. Are you, like, so determined to have a new IP for this? Please, whoever is that determined for a new IP, go into the movie industry. Please. Yeah, because... <laughs> it might be necessary for that one, jeez. <laughs> um, I, I think the bump, to me, sounds like a, no pun intended, bumper segment for the backstage show so i think they're one in the same where it's like hey i'm kathy kelly here with your weekly bump and we're gonna today we're going to new york city to watch mcfoley dress up as santa claus you know what was the name of the show that rosenberg did i liked it a lot of people didn't 
table for nah for three. Bring it to the table. Yeah, like I could see it be, maybe being something like that. Like you get some guest that particular week, and it's like, all right, we're gonna do the bump. We're gonna talk about a couple different topics, and we're gonna bump that off. Or I don't know, maybe they do something like that. If it's just called like WWE the Bump or something, I don't, can't imagine people wanting to watch it. And I hate when they get all insider. You know, I hate when they're like, yeah, well, this is the bump, and you know what we mean, because wrestlers take bumps. It's like... <laughs> be great if they have, like, some kind of intro like that, like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to FS1 The Bump. You know what we mean, because wrestlers take bumps. <laughs> well, you know what? Good transition. Fucking Nacho Libre. Oh, that's right. I forgot that da- I put that down on the hot tags, because it's so ridiculous. Is a Fox Sports uh, analyst or something for like a this baseball game? Ray Mysterio was attending the Minnesota Vikings versus Oakland Raiders game. The guy, the broadcaster, legit says, "He he's here, and he's wearing his he's wearing his mask. It's like a luchador. It's like a Nacho Libre, <laughs> like." what and then you want me to fucking get excited about oh wrestling's never been more mainstream no you got the fucking guy on fox calling Rey mysterio nacho libre a movie that isn't even widely regarded as okay (laughs) 13 year old movie that is just slightly all right and i don't get me wrong I would accept this if you put Grand Metalik out there, if you put Kalisto or uh, Lince Dorado. You put fucking Rey Mysterio. The quote-unquote greatest your, mask of all time. Who is your legit, your biggest crossover star into the Latino market. Who's a guy who actually like was kind of on top when WWE was still in. And this guy calls him fucking Nacho Libre. <laughs> like, why am I supposed to get excited for this Fox move? Mm-hmm. And I don't care if I'm being a fucking salty mark. Like, fuck it. And th- this annoys me. As somebody who not only is a fan, but who has to cover this shit all day long, you called the dude Nacho Libre. And then you wonder why me and you will sit here and say, nobody gives a fuck about wrestling. Like, hmm Fuck it. Yeah, because the people that are watching that are like, oh, Nacho Libre, I remember that. Why didn't that win Best Picture? (laughs) (laughs) Who was sitting at home and said that? You know, there's always those people. There, You know, I got a buddy of mine that one time we went to go see the remake of The Day the Earth Stood Still with Keanu Reeves. And I was like, that sucked. And he's like, I liked it. And I was like, for real, like, legitimately, tell me what you liked about it. And his answer was, "Eh, it took up two hours of my time. (laughs) And I was like, that's the benchmark we're working with here. You could have just fucking painted my ceiling or something. And like, so, you know, there's some people out there that are like, no, true Libre. I like that movie. Jeff Black, you know, he should have won an Oscar by now. I'm like, that kind of thing. If you give somebody the bump and you see that on your, uh, your TV guide, they're not watching it. WWE backstage, maybe they will. But it's a little too bland. I like, for instance, like how they classify some of the YouTube things as Fallout. 
because it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of cool. Like you see the fallout of what happened on Monday Night Raw. It's still like a little too WWE fallout wouldn't really get many people all that interested. I don't know what they should name it. And for that matter, these two names might not even apply to it. I also feel like this rumor that it might be on Tuesday nights is a really horrible idea because I can't imagine that anybody would want to watch something on Tuesday night. That's like, this is what happened last Friday. Let's talk about what's going to happen next Friday. Oh, by the way, WWE is going to change their mind by Thursday. It'll be what happened last night on Raw and what happened last Friday on SmackDown. And then, by the way, in the studio, we've got Booker T. We will then do Booker T things. (laughs) It'd be like just getting poked. Do Booker T. Hey, (laughs) do Booker T things. Well, you have the Tuesday Night Titans name, even though I know that's a 30-year-old trademark, but, like, you have it. Uh, that between, though, like, uh, the Titans TV show, and they really haven't done anything Titan-related. They still call it the Titantron, but I think that that's just because everybody's so used to saying that instead of, like, the screen. Or the Tron. Yeah. So... I'm thinking more and more likely that these probably are going to be that, but it's also really kind of annoying me that here we are, September 24th, and we still don't know the name of the show, still don't know when it's going to be on, none of that kind of stuff. Supposedly it's November. Oh, it's not just coming along with SmackDown? It's not just coming along with SmackDown. Yeah, because that wouldn't just make perfect Oh, but you know, they could change their fucking mind tomorrow. What do I know? Hmm. They still haven't announced Crown Jewel. So, you know. Yes, they did. I don't think that they made it official on WWE.com or anything. Oh, well, who the fuck knows? I still don't even know if it's going to be the 31st or November 1st as well. It seems like it's like 50-50 reporting on that. So I guess we're going to figure that out when we figured it out. And then we'll have to just be like, all right, let's just change everything. Change places. What's that from? (laughs) Sounds like a baseball game. A video game for baseball. Hmm. If you know where it's from, because I can't remember, drop a comment below. Tell me what it is. Uh, let's talk other show related things here. Um, let's go to this. Why not? Rumor has it from good old WrestleVotes. Pyro is going to be coming back. Mm. Yes. I'm not talking about the (laughs) X-Men. Pyro. Um, people are fucking geeked about Pyro, man. It's like, yeah, Pyro is coming back. Yeah, I'll grant you. Raw without Pyro looks super weird because it's it wasn't like they downgraded. It's still in a major lit up building, but there weren't as many explosions. But Pyro is reportedly coming back. Uh, I think they're going to have new sets. That's cool. I hope we get the fist for SmackDown. It seems like they are very much leaning SmackDown towards the SmackDown that it used to be. Like, this logo is a slight variation of what we've seen before, so it would not shock me at all if we get some kind of fist. I kind of like the idea of having, like, two smaller fists coming out from the sides. Double fisted? (laughs) I mean, yes. I just want to go... Look, you know, we're getting double fisted on SmackDown, and here comes Alexa Bliss. Oh god, um, <laughs> I'll reserve all judgment on potential set things until I see them. But Pyro, as far as I'm concerned, Pyro is a good thing. But I also kind of think that maybe I'm over it. 
to a certain extent. And I, I don't think I miss it as much as I used to. Now, certain people, for sure. Kane. Like, Kane, if he doesn't have flames shooting out, it's weird. That if really Brock, bothered me. If Brock Lesnar comes out and he does his whole thing and there is no pyro, that seems really strange. If Batista comes out, which he's retired now, supposedly, then his whole machine Gatling gun type thing, he needs to pyro with that to really kind of stand out. And I'm wondering now, like, there's not a whole lot of, like, gimmicky entrance things that I can really imagine them applying pyro to. Like, Ricochet, sure. He needs his lights back. But, like, what's Cedric Alexander going to do? What's EC3 going to do with pyro? Like, you know? Nothing. What, what did he do with... What's he doing with his career right now? <laughs> he won the... uh. 24-7 title three times this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And lost I, to Rusev. I guess they couldn't get uh, Drake Maverick over to China. Maybe that's what it was, yeah. But I do think that there's at least a positive to talk about when it comes to the pyro of, obviously, a lot of people are a big fan of it, so that's a good thing. And even if it's just a matter of WWE waking up and realizing that, hey, if AEW has pyro and they don't, they're going to look like the Bush League one. Guess they're going to have to have pyro, you know? Which favorite pyro ever? Could be stage pyro, could be entrance pyro. What, like, what's your favorite, like, yeah, pyro? Well, it's not going to be when Undertaker nearly died. <laughs> I can tell you that. Yeah. Or when Undertaker set off the pyro and a bunch of other people nearly died at WrestleMania 24. Uh, no, I didn't, didn't they actually? Nah, they got, like, uh, hit by it, but I don't think anybody died or anything. Oof. I think it was just kind of like, ah, fuck. You know, one of those kind of things. Uh, I always liked Goldberg's quite a bit. Yeah, he needs pyro. Shawn Michaels uh, had some good pyro, but I liked it better when he was doing the other pose and not the like the prayer pose kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know what was really cool? Even though it's it's not the same type of pyro that I'd be like, well, let's do this for everybody. But I used to like when Sid had that. Fuck uh, yeah! That you know, big SID and just like the. F- I watched last night. I watched the episode of Raw where he wins the title from Brett because, of course, I did. <laughs> and you know, I I think that Sid Pyro is fantastic. Brett's Pyro, which was just like generic, blowing up in the air that they used to have in the nineties. I always thought that was really cool. Um, Christian, I just talked about this with Callum Wiggins in the two thousand one podcast had really badass pyro that did not fit him at all. Like, I remember his pyro. It was just like, if you ever seen Randy Orton's pyro, the the golden like waterfall kind of pyro, Yeah, it's more of that, if you could even imagine that. You know, and I thought that was super cool. Lots of good pyro through the years, but I'm going to go with Kane, because Kane fucking controlled fire. <laughs> I'm really interested to see if we do get pyro for more than just a couple people, and if we do, who ends up getting these extra little snazzy parts of their entrance, because now we've got a whole new group of people, and I would assume that that probably doesn't apply to NXT, obviously, it's just Raw and SmackDown, but, like, we haven't seen what Robert Roode with pyro would be like, or... uh. I'd mentioned like Cedric Alexander, but like, what does like a Buddy Murphy maybe get, like, or an Ali, or you know, these people that weren't a part Ali of the roster could get back cool then? Pyro. 
Because he's got a cool entrance. Yeah, so it's like, they could do some cool things with this, and I'm, I'm excited for that more than I am just the idea of the pyro. And the sets, I mean, the sets, they could be awful. Who knows? I like the set now. I'm not one of those people that complains and says, like, everything looks the same. Yeah, it does, but I like it. So I'm I, I, I don't like that. I can see the point in wanting to have them look different, but my philosophy is always I'm hesitant to trust that change is going to be for the better. So until it happens, I'm going to be like, don't screw it up. And if it ends up being better, I'll be like, all right, cool. Fuck that old one. Kind of like with the WWE championship that we have now. Like I did not like that spinner belt. And when they said they were making a new title, I'm like, oh God, don't be awful. Don't be awful. And I like this one. So now I'm like, cool. But if you decided at any point you wanted to go back to the winged eagle, I'd be like, all right, you know, let's, let's keep that in mind. <laughs> you know? uh, I hate the modern day title. I hope we get new titles. Give us new titles. Modern you know? day title, I think, is the one that I had ranked number three favorite title. Give us something more extravagant, closer to the winged eagle. Look at that AEW title. Say, I got to outdo that. Make something uh, more. Make I something do not more like that AEW title. It's not the women's title. No, oh, that's even worse. <laughs> so, Pyro is to be coming title. back, and that's a really cool thing. Uh, another thing that now has changed as far as just, like, the aesthetics of the look of the show and stuff is, as you can tell by the thumbnail on this, we got new graphics for Monday Night Raw. And Wago actually just messaged me a minute ago, and he said, Hey, Tony, there's a new Raw logo that you can hate. <laughs> well, Wago, I hate it. I know... Uh, I don't know how you feel about it, actually. I fucking can't stand it. I am indifferent. It's basically the same logo, except they just decided let's go with a point instead of an underline. So, to be perfectly honest, I kind of like it better. Because I never liked the fact that that one... Well, let me backtrack. A couple years ago, when we had that other logo, I liked it. Where it looked like it was reminiscent of the whole razor blade looking kind of thing that they had going on. I know that technically the razor blade thing was CCW, but they had that sort of vibe. And when they had it with like the little thing extending to the right and then like the W extending to the top part and kind of making it look like that. I liked that quite a bit. And when they switched over to this bulky, very round R and all that stuff, I did not like that at all. And I still don't like it. So now that they've at least got points, I always value points over round designs. And I don't know if anybody can tell, but like the pointed kind of aesthetic, if you look through Smart Out Moment logos and Fanboys Anonymous logos, you're going to find more points than round things. Wow, I did not know that. And yep. I now know that you favor points. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I've got lots of points. It's a very poignant kind of stance. <laughs> well... My point is that I fucking hate this thing because it's lazy. Oh, like, it is lazy, ma- though. This Magnum looks so good. It's clean. It's minimalist, but it's also, like, fresh. And it's vintage, but it's updated. Everything. Uh, that SmackDown logo is great. And then you take the fucking Raw logo and you're like, I'm going to warp. I'm going to use the warp text effect a little bit. And we're going to... Uh, we're going to put a downward arrow. We're going to base all our fucking logos on this downward arrow. And that is what it is. It's like, it's very clearly just a very quick, like, mm, point it down. 
all right, we're done. <laughs> but they changed the, you know, the other things to go along with it. They've got a lot of the points and stuff that kind of meshes pretty well with that. And I, I, for that matter, as much as I don't like the current raw logo, I did kind of like those other graphics of like the, the little dot kind of background sort of stuff that they had going on. But I like this new thing better. So I think it's an upgrade. Eh, maybe I'll, when I see the whole package together, maybe I'll fall in love with it. So, I think with all these logos that are getting changed and the SmackDown one getting changed and all that, that maybe I'm being a little bit uh, obvious on this kind of thing, but I'm glad that they didn't change the NXT one yet. And I think that by now they've passed a point where they're probably not going to because well they did they change it? the graphics. They made it but... a little grungier for like some things, but they're still using the other one for other things, and it's it's basically just the same exact logo, and that's cool. It's a bland logo, but it doesn't need to be anything other than what it is. You think they're ever going to change their logo, logo, or you think that's going to be the one that sticks, like the WWE logo? Yeah. At some point, I think that they might change it, but I can't imagine that changing for at least another 15 years or so. You think we do something like, you know, New generation where we just add a square behind it? Or like... We... <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I always thought it was really weird that when they had that whole WWF, that they when they switched to WWE, that they didn't just add another line at the bottom and make it look like it said we. And they had this whole, like... WWE universe, it's like, well, we also has the same kind of feel to it. And it's maybe like, well, they couldn't because of the women's entertainment channel. I didn't even know if that was the thing. But yeah, maybe. Or maybe the WWF got on again and they were like, we don't like that either. <laughs> and they're just kind of like, God damn it. I never liked it because I always thought it sucked that they got the F out instead of just because F and E are pretty close, by the way, guys. Like, you know, just, just add a line at the end of F. Mm-hmm. And you've got E. I do still miss, though, the feel of when, like, a Howard Finkel would announce the World Wrestling Federation. It had some kind of, like, oomph to it, you know? Yeah, because even when they tried to do, like, World Wrestling Entertainment, no. But Howard Finkel, for some reason, in my mind, the call I always go back to is when Kane wins the title, because there's silence. For a second, and you just hear the winner of this bout and new World Wrestling Federation champion. I I love that. Like they they don't they don't make him like Howard Finkel anymore, man. Uh yeah. Hopefully he's doing okay. He had a little scare recently with some health issues. So, um, yeah. Okay, so the raw thing that's out of the way. We talked about those kind of different things and. We still have other things that are kind of show-related. Uh, these are things on the WWE Network, though. One of them was, speaking of Kane, WWE Untold, That's Gotta Be Kane, which is all about Kane's debut and the Bad Blood uh, pay-per-view and Hell in a Cell, all the cool things that go along with that. We've talked about that in the past, different uh, capacities and stuff. And it was good to see a backstage kind of perspective of some other parts of it. Like Kane tells a story, for instance, Glenn Jacobs tells the story that they like had broken down in the car leading up to that point. And why is Kane wearing this red K 
cape. Well, it's because in Vince McMahon's mind, Kane wants to overcompensate and be a superhero. And it's like, you know what? That's kind of interesting. It doesn't make sense to me in some ways, but it's kind of interesting. And I actually really enjoyed this episode of WWE Untold. They were going to call him Inferno. Yeah, that's really stupid. But then again, <laughs> what was uh, Mankind's original name? Wasn't it like... Mason the Mutilator. Yeah, so it's like... You can tell somebody on that team is just not creative at that kind of stuff. So this guy got burned. What do we call him? I feel like that was totally Vince. Uh, But he's going to be, he's going to be born in fire. He's Inferno. Like, I that was totally Vince. Somebody else is like, let's workshop it. (laughs) Bruce And Bruce Pritchard just goes, okay, yeah, but then go with me here. Brother, famous brother battle. Let's just call him Kane. (laughs) And somebody else sitting behind their chair is like twiddling their thumbs and they're like, I don't know. I still think Bernie McGee's the best way to go. (laughs) (laughs) Bernie Bernie McUndertaker (laughs) or something like that. I like that they kind of got into fucking Isaac Yankum because it's weird and it should have never been a thing. Yeah. But I also realized, like, you never hear Shawn Michaels talk about Kane. Like, you never heard Michael say, wow, I knew that one was money. And that was such like, a money angle, and I was just glad to be there for it. You know, when do you hear him actually say that? I liked Undertaker's line where he said uh, <laughs> the relationship between he and Shawn now is different than the past. And Shawn Michaels back then, if he was on fire, I probably wouldn't piss on him to, <laughs> to put the fire out. I love that. Um, and then there's the idea of Shawn immediately looking at the cage and going, I gotta jump off that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Definitely a see it, I think. Yeah. And another thing that was on the network is WWE photo shoot with Christian. This sorry, one. Sorry. <laughs> you know, blue dot guy. Uh... <laughs> oh, oh, it's Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say this one kind of on the meh side. More so, I would say go ahead and check it out. But. There wasn't a whole lot of gems in there. I, I I didn't even write any notes about anything that stood out to me. It's mm. not offensive. It's not bad. It's just not great. Well, if you're going to say meh, then I will skip it. Yeah. If you got time, check it out. If you don't, you're not really missing anything. But if you're not checking out the t-shirts that I've got over on the merchandise shops, T-Public and Redbubble, then you are missing something, because Markout Moment and Fanboys Anonymous and A-Mango Tees have different designs up there, and I'm sure you'll find something that you're interested in if you follow those different types of shows. So head on over there, maybe pick up a t-shirt, maybe pick up some other kind of different stuff they've got, like a phone case or whatever. Lots of people buy stickers, and I gotta tell you, the thing that's the number one seller out of all the things that I've gotten on all six of those different shops, for some reason... Stickers of one is less than fourteen million six hundred and five. I think it is from Avengers, uh, the Infinity War. Yeah, that sounds like, that sounds like a cheeky thing people would like. Stickers like every day. It's like here's ten cents and whatever, and I'm like, I'll take it, you know. <laughs> but like, so maybe you're one of the people that likes those stickers. Go ahead and buy a couple. It costs you like five bucks, I think, for like a bunch of them. I don't remember. Um, yeah, check that out. And see if there's anything you're interested in, anybody. We know they have shower curtains. Are they letting us 
imprint our logos onto bars of soap yet, so you can just have a full Smart Cat Moment shower experience. If that's the case, I'm going to have to make some kind of Fight Club parody. Love that movie. First rule of Smart Cat Moment? You talk. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on to Jeff Hardy. WWE has apparently extended his contract the way that they've been doing quite a bit lately with this whole injury clause loophole sort of thing where if you're injured for any portion of time, they can essentially tack that onto your career's contract and act like that was time unserved because it kind of technically was. And if you're the type of person who is not injured and you're just sitting at home because they don't have anything for you, they can't do it, but they can do it with somebody like Jeff because Jeff has spent quite a bit of time out. So they've tacked on supposedly, quote unquote, at least one more year onto his contract, which isn't applicable to Matt Hardy, who is just sitting at home. So when Jeff is able to come back, if we see Matt leave, we can kind of assume that Jeff would leave a year afterward. It's kind of interesting, but I'm working more under the assumption that these two are not going to leave at any point. What are you thinking? I'm thinking they don't leave. They Matt's going to be a producer, and Jeff is going to kill himself in the ring. I don't mean that. Just <laughs> uh, Jeff uh, Hardy. It's a joke. It's Jeff Hardy. It's Jeff time. Hardy. I don't mean that, guys. Yeah, that's we, not. A we we don't feel like <laughs> cutting this out and going in and editing. <laughs> No, I mean, that's the way I kind of see it. Jeff will continue to wrestle until he can't anymore. And Matt will get more into the backstage producer side of things. And whether the contracts go up at a certain point or not, WWE is going to want to keep them around. They're in the family, you know? At at some point, certain people are just like, they're going to go back. Kurt Angle was always going to go back. Ric Flair is always going to go back. And the Hardy Boys... They spent their time in Ring of Honor, and they spent their time in, time in Impact and all that other kind of stuff. They were definitely going to come back, and especially if they eventually, which they will, go into the Hall of Fame. At that point, they're lifers. So for anybody that's like, oh, my God, this is going to prevent Jeff from going to AEW, I can't see him going over there. I mean, there are two people who could probably make the most of going to AEW, but I don't want to see them go anywhere. Yeah. Let's talk about another former person making some kind of a return, and that is Goldberg. Now, this is going to be the first of a couple different stories going on that involve social media in some kind of capacity as far as putting over some sort of uh, angle or getting involved in the reality side of things. And by the way, if you're not following us on social media, Facebook and Twitter, smart out moment for this channel, Fanboys Anonymous for the Fanboys Anonymous channel. Fanboys Anon on Twitter, because you can't fit Fanboys Anonymous. You can also find me at A Mango Tree and Tony Mango, and you can also find Rob at Dude Felice. So go ahead and follow us all over those places. Goldberg and Dolph Ziggler were involved in this thing, and it's Instagram is where it started, right? I'm pretty sure that that's where it was. Goldberg's Instagram? I believe so, yeah. So it's this whole, like, they got into a scuffle in Las Vegas. I immediately, just from the titles of these news reports, just smelled bullshit. Did you fall victim to any kind of speculation that this was real? Um, 
So I'll tell you, I work five for, for the weekend. And Sean says, hey, can you get this? And when I went to Twitter search it, the first question was, is this a work or a shoot? So I thought maybe it looked semi-real. And then I clicked on the video. And I was like, and I said this in the Fightful chat. I'm like, yeah, it was a big old worker Rooney. And that didn't mean, like, I'm not interested in this. It just meant this is clearly a fucking work. And mm. Yeah, I completely think that this is a work. It's it's hard for me to, to trust that an angle... Not necessarily an angle. I'm kind of jumping ahead when it comes to that, but like... Dolph Ziggler is exactly the type of guy that would do something like this just to get people talking. And I think Goldberg kind of misses a little bit of the spotlight. And we've got this Saudi Arabia thing coming up. Maybe they want to do another match. That's interesting because I heard a rumor that Edge is supposedly gearing up for a Saudi Arabia match. I would be much more into that. It depends on who they put him with, because I don't want to see... I want to see Edge go up against Elias about as much as I want to see Goldberg go up against Ziggler. Yeah, I guess it does kind of depend. But even in that capacity, I would rather see Edge against Elias, just because it's a little bit bit different than just a repeat of Ziggler and uh, Goldberg. But I wouldn't want to see, like, Edge against Goldberg, (laughs) because then I'd be too paranoid, you know? Yeah, it's not going to end well for anybody. I'm hoping that this is not either two possible scenarios. I hope it's obviously not a real thing where it's like these two are actually like they hate each other for some reason. Because why would I want that to be a thing? But I'm also hoping that this doesn't lead anywhere because I don't want to see Goldberg against Ziggler again. I already saw it. I want to see Goldberg against somebody else or Ziggler against somebody else or neither. Do you want to see Goldberg against somebody else? I don't know who I would want him to go up against, but... If it was like, we're going to put Goldberg out there and he's going to have a match, I'd rather it be against somebody else. Maybe, like, Goldberg loses to King Baron Corbin. I'd be down for that. You think they'd put Gold- You think they'd put Goldberg down for anybody who's not the Undertaker? Oh, probably not, but I mean, like, if I were to pitch that and they'd go like, hey, cool, we're going to go with it, I'd be like, you know, that's pretty neat. Yeah, I agree. I'd be I'd be down for Baron Corbin beating Goldberg. I'd be down mm-hmm. for anybody beating Goldberg. I don't. I'm not that much of a fan. Calum right Goldberg. now is like, no. <laughs> yeah, Calum. What did Calum say to me once? He's like, well, then you don't understand wrestling. I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, Calum, you got a choice. It's uh, Goldberg versus Baron Corbin, where Baron Corbin squashes Goldberg. It's Kevin Nash versus Goldberg. <laughs> And it's the 2019 versions of both of them. Or it's Psycho Sid versus Goldberg. And it's the 2019 versions of them. You got to pick. <laughs> Leave a comment below, Calum. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go Baron Corbin on yeah, that. I'm going to go wanna... Baron Corbin on that, too. Yeah, or, you know what? I need to bring back that big man buffet. <laughs> it's going to be all that all over again. <laughs> oh, man. Uh other social media stuff that's going on with this whole situation this week. This is so stupid. Um, Dana Brooke posts this quick little six second thing. I think it was 
of Bray Wyatt backstage. He's got the fiend mask on. He's just waiting. And she just tweets it out. It's like, hey, I'm having fun on Raw or live event or whatever it is. And people get furious about it for some reason. Kayfabe's dead. She should be fired. The fuck are you upset about? Why are you clicking on a Twitter thing and being so annoyed about this? You know that Bray Wyatt's not an actual demon thing or something. Yeah, that's odd to me. Even though I get I get pissy about kayfabe sometimes. Like the story we're about to talk about with uh, Lacey. I didn't like that. Because I didn't think that that was necessary. But with this, I don't think it was intentional. You know? I think she was just like having a geek moment. And she was just sort of like, look at how fun this is. I enjoy my job. And people are like, you should be fired. And I'm like, wow, really? Come on. I don't get it. Yeah, I agree. Now, you mentioned the Lacey Evans thing. That that story is just all sorts of stupid. It's uh, Lacey Evans gets pulled over by a cop. They turn that into a whole thing with Natalia saying that that's her cousin. And then people start getting all pissy about that for some reason. And Lacey breaks character and she says, we just did this for a storyline and we're trying to get some attention for our live event. And I don't appreciate anybody talking crap about police officers and all that. So uh, sincerely, basically, go fuck yourself, uh, Sergeant Macy Estrella. Um, I, this whole idea is just kind of weird to me. And now there's actually a thing going out that she might have actually legit been pulled over. And it could have been like that they actually got this like cop to kind of go along with things after he gave her a real speeding ticket or something this just seems all sorts of stupid it's all sorts of stupid because they had lightning in a bottle for about five seconds and they were like we're entertainers it was all for entertainment stop being me it's like fuck you didn't need to come out and say it and the fucking mounties released a statement. Like, really? You had to release a statement that's like, well, this was in conjuncture with um, an entertainer. We agreed to do this bit. That's like, fuck off. Just let me believe for five seconds about something. Like, I'm not going to get pissy about everything, but you can let me believe about something for five seconds. And it's, I to me, the idea that Lacey Evans is getting a ticket and just decided, well, fuck, I'm getting a ticket. I'm going to have a little fun with this. That was funny to me. You know? And then they ruin it by going, oh, it's all work. I'm an entertainer. Beep, beep. I fucking hate <laughs> wrestling. I just they, just, they just uh, completely broke down to the point where it's just, bit bit. Yeah. You know, if the Mounties were going to say anything, their statement should have just been, I'm we handsome, I'm brave, I'm strong. Well, then we always get our nap. Well, then they would have gotten Becky Lynch, because she's the man. So, could have turned into more of that. And then we would have gotten more of the Lacey Evans feud, and then I would have been like, oh, we've seen that a million times. <laughs> Speaking of Lacey Evans, I know we're not talking Raw too much, but she sucked tonight. Oh, that sharpshooter. <laughs> Stop doing the sharpshooter, Lacey. Uh, that feud needs to end at least just for that point. Lacey and Sammy need to switch places. Sammy Zayn can go in the ring, even though he makes a good mouthpiece. Lacey Evans makes a good mouthpiece, but she cannot go in the ring. Yeah, I can kind of, I can kind of agree. 
I mean, I think that she's got a lot of an upside to her, but we've seen her on Monday Night Raw for the past bunch of months, and she hasn't improved as much as I was hoping that she would. We've certainly so. come a long way from last year when Callum and I were nearly creaming ourselves over the idea of her fighting Bianca Belair and Bianca Belair breaking the woman's right with her freaking braid. That would see that like that would have been easy to tell. That was easy storytelling. <laughs> and then you just you put her on Raw and you put her with Baron Corbin like. Why? Well, that's like different social media things going on. There's also this Nyla Rose thing, which is just like two wrongs oh, don't make a right. Yeah. That's so we could get into a whole big discussion on yeah, that. Yeah, we should just leave it at two wrongs don't make a right. It's I'm I'm gonna be an adult this time and suggest that we skip the Nyla Rose thing. Yeah, that that essentially boils down to hey person X, you're dumb. Hey person Y, responding to person X, you're dumb. Both of you, shut the fuck up, go sit in the corner, and you don't get any dessert. <laughs> I don't know why they, uh, they, they're children that I'm feeding at this kind of scenario. But <laughs> really quickly, if you want me to feed children, I guess, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> go to the Patreon. <laughs> I realized that I didn't do a Patreon uh, plug. So if you want me to do certain things, I'm, I'm you know. Certain money to get me to do certain things, mostly on the podcast side. Um, but that's the a good motivator is Patreon. If you got a buck or five bucks or twenty bucks or whatever it is, you want if you give us a hundred dollars, fifty of that will go to feed children. Yeah, sure, we'll put that out there. I don't know what's children, but somehow it'll children. It'll be like the human fund from Seinfeld, where it's money for people, money for children, food, just. Uh, that's stupid uh, point being though Patreon if you are interested in supporting Five Voice Anonymous and Smart Out Moment then you should take advantage of that if you do have the spare change and you can get us to do certain things whether it's something like on the fan track side of things like the one that Guest 5 recently sponsored with the Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan track if you are interested in that go ahead and check that out listen to our commentary that we did while we watched that or if you are more just interested in the Smart Out Moment stuff and you want something like priority spot for the mailbag, that's another tier. So drown in all those tiers. That you know what, awful. though? Guess five. <laughs> I think guess five is the one who said that he hopes Callum and I continue on to 2002 or Wrestling Odyssey. And the Patreons are pretty sure far away of making sure that happens. <laughs> I don't know the gimmick behind the 2002 thing. That yeah, but. yeah, that's another. See, I want to do 2002 because I think it's just a fun year. Callum's like, eh, it doesn't hold the same weight. It would be kind of funny to just go from like 2001, a wrestling odyssey, 2002, more wrestling. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I'm trying to think yeah. of like a movie that came out in there too. Would you have to go with some kind of a thing that's actually 2002? But uh, I can't really... think of a single title of a movie that starts with 2002 or has 2002 in the name of it. Fuck it, we're calling it 1984. 2002, <laughs> 1984. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we have to talk about for this week. Uh, actually, I only have one more story, which is that the formerly known as Victoria in WWE, formerly known as Tara in Impact, you might know her as her real name, Lisa Marie Varon. She has retired from pro wrestling. She wrestled her last match. She went out as champion, and she's done. So I guess that's it for me sitting there talking about her being in the Mae Young Classic and the different Royal Rumbles and stuff in the future. That sucks. 
Yeah, that does suck. Then again, though, never say never when it comes to retirement. How many times has Terry Funk retired? Forever! <laughs> There's an interesting thing on uh, Screen Junkies, which if you don't follow Screen Junkies, maybe it's not your thing, but that's one of the main YouTube channels that I'm into, and they're great. And uh, they were talking about MoviePass, because MoviePass officially just like died now. And Dan Merle, one of my favorite people on there, he's like, I'm going to use a wrestling term here. He's not a big wrestling fan, but the uh, people on the panel were. And he's like, I think that The Undertaker's had his last ride <laughs> with the movie vest. And I'm like, ah, oh, cool. With Victoria, you, you don't have to necessarily say that she's 100% retired. If they offered her something and they said something like, we would like you to go into the Hall of Fame and we want you to compete in the Battle Royal, the WrestleMania Battle Royal for the women's side of things. I think that she could be convinced to do it. Yeah, but maybe this was just out. another way to go out where this one was sort of like, what are my options? What should I do? That'll be a good way to go if WWE never calls. Because it's odd that WWE still has not called. They bring back all these people all the time. We got the Royal Rumble. There's a chance for surprise entrance now. We got the Battle Royal at WrestleMania. We got evolution. They never called her. Yeah, she should have been called for evolution. Mm-hmm. May Young Classic, she should have been called. Royal Rumble, like, at least one of the times. I don't even think she gets invited to the Hall of Fame. I don't, I'm not even sure about that. So that's weird. Like, did she burn some bridge or something that I'm unaware of? I she... Think so. I remember that they stopped... There was a thing about her not being allowed backstage... After her nudes got leaked, but everybody's nudes get leaked. Yeah, and why would that be something that would be like so problematic? You know, maybe she was one of the first, and it was like when they didn't know how to handle that kind of thing. Fuck at that point, don't let Paige backstage or you know Tony Storm or anything. I think once it happened to like Charlotte and Seth, it became oh. This is just gonna happen. Like I like that whole like Randy Orton gets his third suspension and it's like well he's not really fired. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's like like Ricochet's nudes got leaked not that long ago and nobody said a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. You know? And Matt Riddle's nudes got leaked. Nobody said a thing because it's just like eh, it's twenty nineteen, this is gonna happen. Yeah. Well, at least if she went out the way that she wanted to go out then that's cool. Oh, Might she, not be the way that I want her to go out. But she's not my Paulina retirement. Yeah. And a match for Masters of Ring Entertainment. And it was cool. It was, you know, it was, it was a thing. And good for her. She had a really good career. Yeah, underrated, I think, in a lot of different ways. Nobody ever really brings her up in discussions, but she's a Hall of Famer as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So if Tori Wilson's a fucking Hall of Famer, then she's a Hall of Famer. No offense to Tori Wilson. Beautiful, hot, sexy, fantastic performer. Wow, that was very Trump of me. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we get the best Tori Wilson. <laughs> she's great. Um, so I mentioned backstage stuff. I want to get your opinion on this. Chris Benoit's son had said, who was backstage in Edmonton, said he wants to join AEW. What do you think? Hmm. Well, I don't blame him for wanting to have a career. 
in something that he probably grew up loving. It's yeah. like it's in its blood. His dad did it, so he probably has some kind of reverence to it. He probably grew up around all the wrestlers, you know. I, I don't know if he's any good or anything. I've never watched a single match of his, but he's never he's, he's never wrestled. Oh, at all? He's only bumped around at, as he said. He's gotten in the ring with some of the AEW guys. Does not specify whom. I'm sure Jericho is one of them. Hmm. But I think if I'm AEW, I'm not signing him because he isn't somebody who's like a proven wrestler. But I don't think you can get around the Benoit thing. And even if you change his name, if you're an AEW, that's an even more smarky crowd. They're gonna chant Benoit. Seen his face? You what can't get it? around the Benoit thing. He looks Yeah, he's I mean he looks splitting him into like his father. But even still, even if they just called him some completely different thing, like the, you know, Luchasaurus or whatever it is, people are gonna chant Benoit anyway. And you're they're gonna have complete dick bags that are gonna be chanting some really bad things. But then again, it's like that that shouldn't be his burden to have to bear and never want to do that type of thing. If he ends up being a talented wrestler, like, by all means, somebody should sign him. So that's a tough situation. See, that's kind of what I feel like. I think you got to steer into the skid with that. If you're going to put him out there, you have to say, my goal is to right the wrongs and kind of get some of the mud off of the Benoit name. Yeah, I think that might be the best way to do that. Obviously, he has to come in as baby face. You cannot do the type of thing where you're like, let's capitalize on the heat. That'd be fucking awful. Every match, I'm going to hit somebody in the head with a chair. Right, like, they could not do something like that. They'd have to really play it safe with a lot of those, but nah. They do keep talking about all this stuff, about, like, wanting to bring in all these different people and then never wanting to bring in other people and that they... They have this roster that they haven't revealed yet, but at the same time, they're not looking for anybody. And I can't imagine that he's going to pop up in AEW for any time soon as far as like joining the company. But it wouldn't shock me if he were in some kind of a segment, even if it's just like, how what are we at? 12 years? Yeah. There's got to be a whole generation of people who, if they know Benoit, weren't around to like feel the brunt and i'm sure it's like you're not gonna hold you know michael jackson's kids against what michael jackson was accused of right so it'll be interesting now some people always do that though some people you can't escape the sins of the father and like i said there's gonna be some really horrible fans out there so they (laughs) would have to any company that would sign him would have to take that into account. Well, I hope WWE signs him and then we can get the, uh, David Benoit versus Dominic Guerrero match. Still don't see that Dominic thing panning out. Oh, it's happening, but I mean, it's happening, but I don't think it's going to (laughs) work unless I see what he can do in the ring right now. I'm feeling like it's the equivalent of when John Cena's dad kept being in an angle. It just doesn't seem right. You know, Anybody want a fabo buck? (laughs) (laughs) 
Any other kind of topics you can think of that we could talk about for these hot tags? Um, real quick, Carmella won the twenty fourth seven title. What do you think? Poorly executed, but I'm glad that it happened at some point. Funniest line of the night: Renee Young says, "Graves, now you can finally consummate with the twenty four seven title." <laughs> I didn't oh, catch it's that. too late for that. You know what? We should talk about something that happened on Monday Night Raw tonight. I got a fucking shout out. Yeah, you did. Without my name on it, but yeah. I got a shout out. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to, you know, spit uh, at something that's awesome. If anybody has no idea what I'm talking about, I posted this on uh, Twitter. I didn't actually even know about it. I had gone to the bathroom. And when I come back from the bathroom and I look at my emails, I've got a whole thing of, hey, congrats, your uh, your article on Bleach Report just was popping up on Monday Night Raw. I'm like, really? Who sent that I, one of the people from Bleach Report. Oh, good. He's just like, yeah, hey, congrats. Like, you know, your post is up there. And I'm like, I really, like, out of all the times that this happened, I went to go take a piss and I fucking missed it. Like, you know, <laughs> imagine me looking at the screen if I would have seen it at the time and it would have been like, whoa, oh my God, it's my fucking article. Instead, it was just kind of like, wait, what? Oh my God, that happened? Ah, crap. I don't have DVR on this TV. <laughs> like, you know? Hell yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for you because you worked your fucking ass off. So the least you can do is get a shout out mentioned on Monday Night Raw. If anybody doesn't know what article it is, it's the one about the NXT debut on USA, where it's the superstars who made the biggest impact. So check out that article on Bleach Report. Nice little tip of the hat for me tonight. Uh, highlight of my day, for the most part. And, yeah, that was fun. Oh. My favorite part of Monday Night Raw. <laughs> I, I don't blame you at all. I did like the Carmelo thing, though. Uh, at least the idea behind it. Didn't like the execution. But, yeah, uh, I think that's it. For these hot tags. Uh, I talked I about some plugs, so you toss them out there. Uh, I'm going to do a quick once over, but while I'm doing that, I'll tell you. You can follow me on Twitter at DudeFelice, as Tony mentioned earlier. You can check out eWrestling News, WWE News, and AEW News only. <laughs> you can check out Fightful.com. We cover everything over at Fightful.com because Fightful is great. And you can check out WrestleZone.com as I'll be doing the NXT live coverage for WrestleZone.com because, guys, I just can't stop working. So technically, we are going to be competing with each other because I do NXT live coverage for three sites. So, oh, it's all we're, motherfucker. We're, we're, in, we're in competition. It's, <laughs> it's the Wednesday Night Wars for real. Yeah. And then once AEW comes around, then who the fuck knows what happens with that? Uh, and the fact that that's the case and next week everything kind of goes to hell and that's when schedules keep changing and all that means that this is one of the reasons why this this hot tags was a little more low-key and a little relaxed because it's like man next week's gonna be real annoying and that also kind of applies to our main event for this week which is the mailbag and that's going to be covering the september questions that you guys had submitted that we're going to get around to answering probably on wednesday i don't know 100 for sure but we're going to do that. So if you have not sent in your mailbag questions yet and you want us to answer some things, toss as many as you want and we will answer probably the vast majority of them. We usually don't do every single one of them because we don't want to do it for like four hours. But again, if you want to donate to the Patreon and you want to get to the priority mailbag thing, then we will answer all your questions. We'll do it for four hours. Fuck, you're giving us money. Yeah. 
So keep that in mind, everybody. And if you are not subscribed to us on Facebook and Twitter and on YouTube and don't have the alerts up to get the email notifications or the Twitter notifications or whatever the different things are to be aware of when these videos get posted, then follow those things. And then you'll know when we post that up at whatever point it is on Wednesday night or Thursday, depending on if we bump it that extra day. I'm assuming probably Wednesday. And uh, we will keep continuing the whole WWE coverage with uh, SmackDown tomorrow night, 205 Live, possibly the last episode of 205 Live. Who knows? We still don't. WWE doesn't want to tell us. NXT is going to be coming up, and you'll see plenty of other things happening around that. So keep on checking SmartOutMoment.com. Head on over to FanboysAnonymous.com and check out the Ad Astra review that I posted. And stay tuned for Joker coming up next week, because that's going to be cool. You're really yeah. going to have time next week? <laughs> Let's put it this way. I bought tickets. I'm hoping I have time to actually see the movie. <laughs> but if that happens, it'll be over on that side of things. And hopefully I'll at least take a break for a couple hours for that. But that's going to do us in for the 408th episode of the Hot Tags. Thank you for listening to this, everybody. Once more time, I'm going to remind you to drop your comments below to keep the discussion going. But for now, this has been another Smart Cat Moment, and we're being counted out. Ah!